<laughs> which is a very rare for me to be on my phone for a live, but you've got it and we are going to make this work. This is the last time I'm attempting this here, so hopefully Facebook doesn't kick me out this time. And I don't have any warnings on my phone besides the fact that it told me um, I wasn't allowed to be on Facebook right now. So that just leads me to believe someone reported something that I was doing. <laughs> you know, why not? Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. This is proof that the Lord has something good for us, right? The enemy is attacking hard this morning, but we will not let him bring us down because my joy does not come from Facebook or emotions or things of this world. My joy comes from the Lord and that's where I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay focused on him right now, even though technology is not a friend. So I just wanna say happy Monday. If you were watching me this morning earlier, we're 10 minutes late because technology was being mean and it seems as though someone reported our group as um, a spam group. But you know what? We're not a spam group. So we'll go from here. But the enemy doesn't want us to hear God's word, does he? The enemy doesn't want us to be praising. The enemy doesn't want us to be lifting our hands up. The enemy wants us to be downcast and focused on the ground and focused on our past. And that's not where we're heading today. We are talking about wishing today. And I'm just excited to have you all here with me. Good morning, Amber, Jenny. If you are watching this not on a Monday, happy Tuesday through Sunday. I hope that no matter what the day is, it's a good day. And if it didn't start out good, I hope that you get that mindset shift to go, hey, I'm not joyful because of a situation. I am joyful because of the Lord. So let's start off in prayer. I got cut off there um, on the last two or three lives. So let's start off on prayer and we'll hop into wishing. So Father God, I just come thanking you so much for your grace and your mercy and your forgiveness. Lord, I thank you that you already won. Because, Lord, the pressure of trying to win some things on this earth are too much for us to handle. And, Father, you took that away. You are the overcomer. You are the conqueror. You have won each and every battle, every single war for us already. And, Lord, I'm just so thankful to have such a powerful, loving, kind God on our side. Father, thank you for the ability to come to Jesus um, with anything, with any single thing. I thank you for your word, um, for any single situation for us to run to. And I am just encouraged um, for the ladies that are listening under my voice today. I ask that you touch them and you speak to them. You know exactly what their prayers are. And I just ask that you remind them that they are heard, that they are loved, that they are cherished, and they are not a mistake, Lord, because you don't make mistakes. Therefore, we cannot be one. So, Father, thank you for this, for your love, and speak your truth through me to today, Lord. Lead us back to your scripture so that we can be encouraged and uplifted because of you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hello, everyone. I'm glad you can um, hear me and see me. I can't still get on Facebook on my computer, but we don't need it. We just need the Bible. So we are looking at wishing today. 
And I really want to break this down because we're heading towards the end of the year, right? At the beginning of every year, if you are new here, at the beginning of every year, we go through this goal setting exercise. In June or July, we go through the breakdown of where our goals are. So you're going to write down on your sheet um, your goals. And then we're going to follow up on a live six months from then to go, hey, where are you at? Where are we struggling? What, what can we do? But before we get there, I sort of do want to take a look back on things that you've done. Good morning. Good morning. I want to take a look back so that we can see these areas where we were wishing for things to change. We were wishing for things to be different and we did not put action into what we were wishing for, right? God calls us to be the hands and feet of Jesus. We're supposed to be doing his work here and I am not saying there is no power in the power of prayer, but I'm saying there is power when we move as a unit together. Imagine Paul just writing, right? Writing in the in the um, his notes, which weren't in the Bible yet. Writing his letters to Corinth, writing his letters to the church of encouragement, but then not moving at the same time. Or in our Bible study, we're we're working through Genesis in the Methodized Mom program. And we're saying, what if Abram didn't move? What if he stayed? What if he just, you know, he prayed, but then he didn't take action and he didn't move and he didn't have his family come with him and he didn't X, Y, or Z. Abram kind of did everything before he was called Abraham. So let's talk today about going beyond the wish. This is with your health, right? Going beyond the wish with your nutrition, going beyond the wish with wanting to be closer to God, going beyond the wish to wanting to impact the world in a different way. What is our wish going to do when we couple it with prayer and action next year? We're getting there. We only have a few more weeks in this year left. And guess what? There's going to be a ton of women. There's 35 hundred of us in here, how many of us are going to go next year? Next year is my year. Next year, I'm going to. Next year, I, you know, I'm going to meal prep. Next year, I'm going to lose those 10 pounds. Next year, I'm going to do it the right way. But how many of us have said that last year for this year? How many of us have wished that previous years? And now we're wishing the same thing because we didn't take the right action. We're going to take some action today. We're going to relate it back to the Bible in Romans. Shocker. One of my favorite books. So we're going to look today at Romans 2, 14 through 15. This is in the NIV. So if you are reading along with us, um, it may be different. We're reading from the NIV. We being I. <laughs> so Romans 2, 14 through 15. Indeed, when Gentiles who do not have the law do by nature things required by the law, they are the law for themselves, even though they do not have the law. They show that the requirements of the law are written on their hearts, their conscious, consciousness also bearing witness, and their thoughts sometimes accusing them and at other times defending them. So we are going to break this down. 
when we do things by nature and when we do things in our own strength, we're not really involving God. You cannot just take action without prayer. You cannot just pray without action. So praying in itself is an action. Whenever someone reaches out that they need prayer or posted in the group or um, someone comes to my heart or my mind, I instantly know text them or message them. My clients can attest to this because I do this to them all the time. Just, you're on my heart, you're on my mind. I want you to know something's going on. It's one thing for me to pray on my own and go, oh, let's just go, uh, Jenny, she's watching here. Jenny's on my heart and on my mind and I'm gonna pray for her. Amazing, right? But my action step is me telling her that I'm praying for her. And I've come to find that this is the change and the beauty in the Holy Spirit because most times when the Spirit puts a word or a name in my heart it's for a reason and I know this because I've been a recipient of this myself someone reaching out and going hey you are my heart just want to know if you need prayer if everything's okay what can I do for you how can I pray for you and I go oh my gosh yeah I am struggling with some things right now I am I am battling this warfare in my mind and if you've watched me for a while you know that anxiety and depression run with right along with me so it's strange it's not it's miraculous how someone can go you're on my heart and my mind how can I pray for you and it's in those moments usually that I'm struggling with something and I'm going is this worth it you know what is this even what is this even all about but I wouldn't have that feeling if that person didn't reach out. So yes, prayer is important, but the action we take after it is just as important, right? So if someone comes to your heart, I'm going to say, hey, pray for them, yes, and then let them know you are praying. You can change a heart, change a life, change a moment, change a spirit when we take action on what the Holy Spirit has put in our lives. So the Gentiles at this in this, um, passage that we're reading through are their own law so we're gonna break this down a little bit too they're their own law and they are living by their own ways trying to do it by themselves how many of you have started years prior a New Year's resolution had a word for yourself You're like oh I don't set resolutions I you know I'm just gonna do the darn thing how many of us have done that in the past though? And said, well, I'm just gonna do this and I'm gonna do it all by myself and it's going to be fine. Where has that gotten us in November of that year? Are we still on that journey? Are we still feeling supported by ourselves? Are we living up to expectations that we put on ourselves that the spirit and the Lord didn't? Are we trying to live in a worldly expectation of Oh, you had your baby six weeks ago? Why aren't your pants fitting now? What's happening with you? Are you okay? You don't seem to be working out. You're not back where you were. Are we living by that, that expectation? I want to bring us a little bit to something I hear a lot, is women I talk to, and I talk to hundreds a week, go, I wish I was back to my 22-year-old self pre-baby self. And if we are ever chat, 
and you say that to me, you will get this response. What has you wanting that back? What has you wanting deleting everything your body has been through to bring life into this world? There are women who are fighting to have babies right this moment, and they would give anything to have some stretch marks or have five extra pounds, 10 extra pounds, to not be able to do certain things the same anymore because your body went through giving life and performing a miracle. And we're like, you know what? I wanna get back to before that. I want my body to do what it did before. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but our bodies aren't meant to go in reverse. Our bodies are meant to move forward, right? And constantly we're trying to just turn back to be 22 year old me, I was skinny, I was in, you know, this size jean, I could eat whatever I wanted, and not, there was no repercussion. I don't wanna move back there. And I don't want you to move back there either. Really, what do we learn from eating whatever we want and not gaining weight? We just learn how not to eat even more, and then we're in this situation now. I wanna learn what, what foods work for me. Now, I wanna learn that it's okay for me to not be a size four. I want to learn that it's okay for me to have stretch marks because I have these beautiful babies to show for it. I want to be the best 37-year-old me, not an image of what I think perfection should be, a 22-year-old me and try to transform it into now. That's me living by my own rules. That's me by living by my own desires. That's me by living for myself. God didn't call me to go back and be 22 again. He doesn't want me in that body. He doesn't want me in that mindset. Gosh, like, I wasn't saved at 22, so he definitely doesn't want me back there. But I learned a lot from that season. So why am I constantly trying to go back to that? Are you trying there? Are you fighting that in your own mind? Like, really wish I was back at 16. Prom of my life, eating tater tots and bagels non-stop carbs didn't like instantly gravitate towards my hips and I was good and you're like now I look the wrong way at a peanut M&M and poof five pounds five pounds on the scale maybe God's trying to rework how you see healthy not from your past standard of basing it on the scale basing it on your pant size basing it on what you could eat and you're focused now on what you can't eat, what you don't weigh, what pants you can't fit into anymore, and they're in your closet like, hey, a dis like ugly reminder of your past and where you used to be. You may not get back to 118 pounds or whatever it was. You may not get back to the jean size you were in before you had kids because guess what? Your hips grow, bones widen. Can't really shrink the bones. So, why don't we instead take this worldly focus of weight and size and food and place it on Jesus' feet? Let's have this new law written on my heart and written on my conscience so that I'm not taking responsibility, but the Lord is. I'm going to eat well because God gave me this body. I'm going to eat better because God gave me this body and I should honor it. I used to treat it like crap and I looked fine. Would I rather look fine on the outside and be not right up here? Not me, I don't know about you, but I don't want that. 
The second part of this is just wishing for it and not taking action. Like my prayer, right? Like praying for someone, it's powerful. I believe in the power of prayer. I know that there's power in prayer. But it's those action steps you take after it. So we could be praying to be back in our 20s. We could be praying to lose 10 pounds, 15, 20, 30. We could be praying to grow our uh, willpower, to lose weight and eat healthier. We could be wishing and praying for all of these things, but what actual steps are you going to take this year? And I want you to start thinking about it now in November before January, because when January comes, I want you to already be on that wagon and go, yeah, my thoughts are changing. I'm taking little action, a little action step every day. I'm doing something more a little day. If you are wishing to be closer with the Lord and then not allowing yourself any time in your schedule to be with the Lord, then that wish isn't going to happen. You have to take action with your prayer. You have to. And it doesn't mean always investing with a coach. It doesn't. That's why I'm doing this live here, right? It can mean that and go, hey, I need some like real help. Okay, great. I'm going to help you and we're going to walk through it. It could also mean just holding yourself accountable to do what your wish is telling you to do, right? Okay, I'm, I'm wishing to lose weight this year. That's fine. What action steps are you going to to put into place how are you going to view your body in a non-worldly way and in a worship way because we can worship our bodies through movement we can worship our bodies through boredom we can worship our bodies through what we feed it with and those things that we struggle with i hear a lot like sugar cravings different cravings i just crave carbs i just crave sugars but don't want to eat veggies so I'm just gonna wish that things are gonna change because I don't like veggies so I crave the sweets and the things that you know are leading to my body becoming what I don't want but I'm not quite willing to change you're wishing for it but you're not quite willing to give some things up so Jennifer you broke your wrist I hate that for you, I do. And I wanna change your mindset. So Jennifer says, I need to organize, exercise at least three times a week and eat better, but my wrist broke, so now I can't do any of that right now. Where's that mind shift need to happen? You can't do any of that right now. And I'm saying this because I was there too. So I um, hurt my knee in a competition or in a fight. I fought in a jiu-jitsu match, hurt my knee, tore my meniscus, my ACL, and my MCL, as long as a torn, partially torn PCL. You don't know that is every single ligament in your knee. Every single one. Not just one, all of them. And you know what my mindset went to? I can't do anything. Can't do anything right now. And guess where the enemy wants you? Right there. Right there. I can't do anything. I can't organize. I can't work out can't eat better, I can't do anything. I can't do anything right now, but I'm gonna wish for it. And then I'm gonna wish and wallow. Do not wish and wallow. Don't, because I said the same thing with my knee. I can't even work out anymore. Lie, I can. I just worked out this morning. 
Does it look the same? Absolutely not. May I have one lifted butt cheek and the other one after uh, six months of recovery won't be as high? Probably. But I can. Like, I can do things. You can organize some things. You don't need both hands to organize. I don't need both knees to work out. I don't need any limbs at all to eat better. I don't. I need this to be right. So I can wish and wallow, or I can wish and worship, or I can wish and take some actions on that. Not what you can't do. That's what the Lord wants, uh, that's what the enemy wants you focused on. All the things you can't do. You can do a lot. Every breath we take is a miracle. <sighs> miracle. Shouldn't be here. Don't deserve to be here. Don't deserve to be forgiven. Don't deserve to be a daughter of God. I did nothing but push him away the first 22 years of my life. Nothing. I'm here. Having a broken knee, legit, real broken. Real broken knee. My son has a broken arm. I'll, both of this at the same time, mind you. This is how I know the enemy is on the verge, or we're on the verge of something because the enemy is putting all these things, these, all these things at me. He could say, well, I, I can't play with my friends. I can't do this. But guess what he has been doing? Spending more time. He didn't break his dominant hand. He's a left-hander. He's spending more time writing, focusing on fine-tuning those things that weren't great to begin with. He's focusing on, on spending time with his friends, not in the way they used to. Finding out who his true friends are, who are going to show up and be like, hey, we don't have to play frisbee, softball, wiffle ball, whatever the heck they play every day. Let's just sit around and hang out. He can still do that. He can still see his friends. He can still go to church. The enemy's been working him hard. I don't want to go to youth group. All they do is play baseball and basketball, and I can't do any of that. I wish I could. I wish I could, but I can't. And he's allowing his wishing to hurt his wallow and keep him down. But he went last night, and I said, you know what you love to do? You love to like keep score, and he does. Like He plays this, these games on his own. This is where boredom is a good thing. I talk about that a lot, too. He makes up his own games when he's bored. Hey, how many of those uh, things, he like makes up these scoreboards. How many of these scoreboards do you have that you use for yourself that you could use for them? And like you could be the scoreboard guy. He's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay, I can do that. I can do that. And guess what? Everyone loves it and they were excited and he turned his wishing into action. And then it became a form of worship because they were still able to be together and speak about the God's word and speak about um Applying it to their life, they were still able to do that. But if he allowed the wish to lead to his wallow when he stayed there, wouldn't be growing. He'd be out of small group Bible study, which is just where the enemy wants you, focusing on all the things you can't. If I didn't, now let me just tell you, I think it's okay for you to wallow for a minute. <laughs> Especially as women, we need a minute. Sometimes we need a day. Sometimes, like me, it was last week. <laughs> like, I needed a week. I was like, no. Mm, sourpuss. But you know how I felt spiritually? Void. You know how I felt emotionally? Sad. You know how I felt connected? I felt not connected. I felt distant from the spirit. 
I felt distant from God, and it wasn't because they left. It was because I chose to worship the wallow over the worship to see the good. And it's not always good. It isn't. I talked about this. I can't even remember which lab I was on because I was on like three trying to get this recording up this morning. The enemy and my emotions and my current state and my knee and my son's elbow and my hospital bills and all these things don't attribute to my joy. My joy doesn't come from that. My joy doesn't come from me being happy all the time. I'm not happy all the time. My joy doesn't come from my kids listening and sleeping all night. What just happened? My joy comes from the Lord, but I was separated from him last week. I allowed this, I wish my knee, I wish I just didn't get hurt. I really shouldn't have even done that. Oh, I shouldn't have let Paxton go play with his friends. I, I don't know if you are this kind of mom, but I enjoy when he plays with his friends. They're, they're out of the house. <laughs> they're like out of my way for me. Please go play with your friends in the backyard. You'll be fine. He wasn't fine. But I allowed that one situation, to be fair, he's broken the arms three times. I allowed that one situation to go, I shouldn't have let him. I shouldn't have let him play with his friends. No, that's where the enemy wants me. He can still play with his friends. No, I should have done that fight. It's who I am. I'm a competitive person. But guess what I can learn now that I can finally watch the video <laughs> and not go, Ugh. I can learn from what happened there so it doesn't happen again. Don't just wish for it. Take action on it. Take action on it. Don't just focus on everything you can't. Jennifer, I bet you didn't think you were going to be a part of this live the way that you were. But what you said is so critical. You can do so much more than you think. You can. Do you know how many times I had Paxton do one-armed wall push-ups? Can't do an actual push-up. No. And I could focus on that and say, well, you just can't do that. No. We stand up, do it on the wall, and we do what we can. You can organize. You can exercise. You can eat better. We can still worship, even in our pain. We can still praise him, even in our pain. We can still have joy, even in our heartbreak, even in our anger. I spoke to um, one of my colleagues who works with me in the Methodized Mom, one of my coaches, and she was like, I was mad at God. Mad with God. It's okay to be mad with God. It's what you do with it. Are you wallowing in that anger or are you going to him with it? Because if you go to him with it, he will make it good. Just don't use that wrist, girl. Squats aren't going to hurt your wrist, right? Lunges won't hurt your wrist. Like there's so much that you can do. There's so much you can do that doesn't need your rest. You don't need weights to work out. You don't. You don't need your one wrist to work out. There are plenty of Olympians that don't have this whole arm and not working out. So let's stop that focus on the can't, on the should haves, on the would haves and on the wishing, and let's get to taking action. What actions can we take? Because I don't want you to think December 31st, sitting there with your teeth, going, all right, 
this is the year. This is the year I lose those final 10 pounds. What am I gonna do? I'm just gonna wish on it. I wish I would have started this though five years ago. Stop wishing it's not going to make it happen. It's not. Me wishing for a million dollars doesn't, it, the money's not gonna show up. Me wishing to grow this group and reach more women isn't gonna happen if I don't take action on it, right? Like, I can't just wish. I have to take steps of action. I can't just wish that I'm gonna love vegetables. You won't, unless you're born that way. In which case, questionable person. <laughs> I'm just kidding, you're a beautiful person, mate. Made by God, you're not a mistake. Most women I talk to, though, aren't like, woo, veggies great no it takes you taking repetitive steps of action to like them it takes you breaking the cycles you did before that brought you to this point to break them so if you continue doing the same patterns you did but you're just wishing for a different outcome you will not get it that is the harsh truth if you keep wallowing in what should have been could have been i should be here i should be there i should just eat the vegetables but then you don't actually buy any, you're not gonna do it. You're not going to do it. Buy the veggies. If you're like me, like I don't like throwing things out. So if you're like me, then this will be very helpful for you. I dislike when I have groceries from my fridge that have to get thrown out. I can't stand it. And my clients all know this because I do like a scramble thing every Friday where I just take literally like everything from my fridge and throw it in with eggs. Like, nope, the spinach isn't going bad. These peppers aren't going bad. These mushrooms aren't going bad. We are using this. We're cooking them all. And I don't know, when I add anything with eggs, I love it. Unless you have an egg allergy, you might not. So just do it, just buy them. And then be like, I don't wanna throw it out. Don't, use it. And the more you keep doing that, the more you keep pushing through the things you tell yourself you can't, but you really can because all things are possible, you can do more than you think, but you cannot just wish yourself there. You cannot just wish yourself healthier. You cannot just wish yourself into a different pant size. Even if you do do all the things right, you might not get to that pant size. That shouldn't be your goal. Let's relook at your goals. My goal is to be healthy enough to be able to come on these lives, to spread good news to women who need to hear it. We need to spread good news. Are you gonna listen to me if I'm a size 12 and not listen to me if I'm a size four or vice versa? Like, well, well I'm gonna listen to her if she weighs herself in real quick and she proves that she knows what she's talking about. That would be weird. That would be weird. Right, so why am I saying, oh, I'm just gonna wish to be thinner and then people will listen to me. Then people will know that I'm serious. Subtitle is gonna be action, Jenny. You're absolutely right, action. Action has to be over your wishing. Accomplish. A company. That's the word I'm looking for. Accompany something with your prayers. Pray for the person, tell them you're praying. Pray for strength, 
you're not going to get strength unless you lift something up, unless you go to failure. Pray for your self-control. You're not going to get more self-control unless you put yourself in situations where you have none. This is a great week to have and practice self-control. There is a challenge that I have all of my clients do, and it is the aisle of the grocery store that is the most tempting to them. Candy, chips, whatever that may be, they have to walk down that. That is going to grow your self-confidence. It's going to grow your self-control that I'm not reliant on, and I can walk down this aisle without putting something in my cart. In fact, I can put something in my cart, I just don't have to check out. The first time you walk down that aisle, you're going to be very tempted. So often in this culture, and this will be where we end, so often in this culture, we talk about just eliminate it from your house and you will never have to deal with it again. Take all the bad things out. And that way, if you don't look at them, they're not there, you're not going to want them. Well, what the heck happens when you go to a friend's house or a cookout and that thing's there? You're gonna go, woo! Like, this is great, it's here. You should be able to say no to something in your pantry now and at the grocery store and at a party because you're choosing to do something different. And if you say yes to it, it's because you're choosing that, yeah, this is worth it for me right now. Just like eliminating the whole thing is not going to take the problem away. I hate that. I hate when they're like, well, just eliminate everything that you're tempted by. I would have no food in my house. Like, I overeat carrots, too. Like, that's not a good thing, right? I overeat cauliflower rice. Like, you wouldn't believe. Also, not the best. But I overeat chips. So, am I eliminating everything from my house and I'm just left here with, like, headbands and empty coffee cups and empty plates? No. You have to grow your willpower. You have to grow your best yes. You have to grow your best no. And there are times that chips are what are happy to me because chips aren't bad. I'm not just gonna wish that all chips went away. I'm just gonna take action on when is the best time for me to eat them and when isn't. When I do really need them and when I don't. Same thing with my vegetables. When I do really need them, just every day. But when is it best for me and when is it? When is something else different? So uh, that is my plead for you today. Because just like this morning live didn't go as planned and Facebook is like, no, you can't post, you're spamming people, you reported, whatever, whatever, whatever. I could have wallowed in that and not gone live and not talked about anything and just been like, well, clearly I wasn't supposed to be here today. Or... I could have said what I said in the beginning. Clearly, I'm supposed to be here for a reason, so we're going to find a way to make that work. What wish do you want for yourself? What wish do you want for your kids? Do you want your kids not to struggle with what you're struggling with right now? Then you have to show them that you're struggling and show them how you're overcoming it. You can't just sweep it under the rug and pretend it doesn't exist. You can't just wish to eat healthier. You can't just wish to lose the weight. You can't just wish these things. You have to do something about it. And that comes through prayer, and then it comes through action. I'm gonna pray on it, I'm gonna let the Spirit speak to me, and then when He says move, I go. 
This week we are having um, a Black Friday special on my program. You're going to see a bunch of um, things about that in the group. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll see some things there. If now you go, this is my time to take some action, you're going, you're going to see it. And it may be a sign, but it might also just be me posting. But if you're saying, you know what, now is the time. I'm not going to wait for the new year. I'm not. I'm going to take this action step now and get my habits ready now and rework my mindset now so that next year on December 31st, bring in the new year, we're not just wishing for change. We're already taking action on that change. We're not just getting through Thanksgiving. We're not trying to just survive the holidays. We're going to do so much more than that. You're going to enjoy food like it's supposed to be enjoyed. Nourish your body how it's supposed to be nourished without trying to get back to where we were. I want to keep moving forward. My body doesn't have to look the same. Just like I said, I don't need to be the size I was when I got married for you to listen to me. I wasn't even in a good spirit then, right? Not only was I not saved, but I wasn't even happy. Right, I was the skinniest I ever was. I was in a dress that I dreamed of. I hung it there. I was like, then I'll be happy. Wasn't even happy then. So what good is being super skinny and being super miserable and having no energy and eating only green drinks? Like, ugh, that's not a, that's not a, a way to live. <laughs> Let's make it work for you. If you're ready for that, you're going to see a bunch of posts come up about uh, Black Friday's specials and deals and you're going to get a ton of bonus stuff if you sign up during this time that others do not get. Um, I want you to post special. That's what we'll do on this. If you are ready to hear about that, to get on the wait list, to find out first what this deal is going to be, what it includes, what I do, and we'll talk through that. If you're not ready for that, I just want you to take action. I don't want you to wish anymore. Because wishing isn't going to change your situation. Wishing isn't going to change your waist size. Wishing isn't going to change your support here. I actually really dislike starting things on Monday. Because I feel like everyone does. It's a worldly thing. I'll start on Monday. Like my mindset coach and I now, like, and I have coaches. So in case you're wondering, like, oh, well, she must know all the things. She doesn't need a coach. I do. I have a therapist, I have a mindset coach, I have a fitness coach, I have a business coach. I have coaches helping me, keeping me accountable because I can't do it on my own. We're not supposed to do it on my own. Unspoken prayer request? Absolutely. If you are watching the podcast, Amy Roberts has an unspoken prayer request, please keep her in your press. Absolutely. I have coaches. I have degrees lining my wall of what to do. Does that mean I'm not going to physical therapy for my knee because I know what to do for corrective exercise specialists? No, I'm, I know what to do. Am I going to do it? Probably not. <laughs> probably not. I'm probably not going to do it. So just because I'm a personal trainer doesn't mean I'm making my own plans. Just because I'm a nutrition coach doesn't mean I don't have a nutritionist. Just because I have this business doesn't mean I don't have a business coach. Just because I'm on medicine 
for anxiety doesn't mean I still don't have a therapist trying to get to the root problem so that I can deal with that and not just cover it up. Just because I'm a corrective exercise uh, specialist doesn't mean that I can fix my own knee on my own. You don't have to do this on your own. You really don't. And the more you wish that you were just stronger so you could do it on your own is just time being wasted that you could be changing by saying, hey, it's okay that I'm not doing it on my own this time. It's also okay that I didn't start this three years ago because maybe I wouldn't have appreciated it as much as I did then as I do now. It's okay. So all that to say, working with my mindset coach, and I intentionally start things on Wednesdays now, midweek, for myself. For my clients, I do still start everything on Monday. Really kind of just easier on my end to keep track of things. But I start things on Wednesday. So I started a new morning routine on Wednesday. Um, I started working out again on like Thursday just to prove that you don't need to wait for a new week, a new day, a new anything. You can just wait for that next minute and go, I'm going to get off this. I'm actually free. I'm going to work out right now. Even though, even though it's Monday, I'll give you the pass. You can start right now. You don't have to do it first thing in the morning to make it best for your body. You just actually have to do it at some point during the day. You don't have to eat all of your calories before 8 p.m. and like shove things in because they magically become bad after 8. No, that's, that's a myth too. You just actually have to do it. And it can start on a Tuesday. It can start on a Monday. It can start at 10 p.m. It can start at 10 a.m. It just needs to start. So what are you going to do to attach an action to your wish to get you the response and the results that you want? Comment special. If you want to know more about getting on that wait list, about getting a lot of money off of the program, about getting this amazing gift box. I can't wait to share it with you. Um, and all of these special goodies for this program going, it's okay for me to get help. It's okay because it's okay for me. I get help too. I can't do it alone. Just because the Lord speaks to and through me through these things doesn't mean I don't go to church, right? Like, doesn't mean I don't need to be filled. It's okay. Stop wishing, start taking action, and you can take action today to better your next year too. You don't have to wait till January 1st. In fact, that's the worst time to wait. I think it's very busy. So if you're ready to start this now, getting a jump start on your health for next year and learning to embrace where you are now and love where you are now so that can, you can love where you're going in the future, comment special below. Let's talk about that. Let's start a conversation. Ladies, thank you for dealing through the technical issues and craziness. I hope that you have an amazing rest of your day and I will talk to you soon. God bless you guys. Remember to pray for Amy this week. I'll talk to you soon.